0: Hello, and welcome to the American Pale Mills podcast. I'm one of your hosts,
1: Michael, and with me is the other host. Uh, Jingle Bell Jeremy. Michael, how in the world are you? Are we appropriately in Jingle Bell season? I think you can jingle bells now. I mean, really, you can jingle a bell at any point. There's just a a time when you will be looked at with suspicion.
0: Right. Yeah, now you can do it, dance down the town square, jingling bells all over, and people will (laughs) laugh and smile.
1: Will that be considered jiving? I think so, but a good okay. good jiving, right? I mean, Not I like don't a... know if there is such a thing, but I think the last time someone successfully jived was during the movie Airplane, <laughs> when the old woman says, excuse me, wait, uh, stewardess, I speak jive. Do you uh, remember this? Uh, I saw that movie so long ago. I've seen it like 50 times. It was one of those movies that we rented constantly from the library back in the day, my (laughs) brother and I.
0: But Jeremy, tell me what your beer brag is for this
1: week. So I uh, recently went to Yield Films Scene for a film. Okay. And they had Spark Brute IPA from Fire Trucker Brewery. It seems like they usually have one of the IPAs from Fire Trucker in tallboy form Mm -hmm. at any given moment. At Film Scream, they had uh, the Tropical Burn Double IPA, which I believe I talked about, but I, I could so. be wrong. Well, maybe. It's, I'm sure I have at some point because yeah. I've had it multiple times. It's a, it's a good DIPA. DIPA. But the Spark Brute IPA, I went there and I had seen the Lighthouse, which I highly recommend for all of you.
0: Oh, I thought you would have seen the Irish Man.
1: Uh, we will discuss that in a future episode. <laughs> okay. I think we're uh, dating
0: this, but that's okay. We, we are.
1: Uh, I I will have seen it by the time this comes out. Don't you worry about that. Mm-hmm. This is uh one spark to get the fire started and to start your celebration. Spark is a dynamic brute IPA. Vibrant, light body, and dangerously delicious. Belma and Hull melon hops provide a fruity flavor, oh. plus freshly pressed strawberries accentuate the berry flavor. So the
0: brute IPA journey continues,
1: Jeremy. I have a feeling I'm just going to keep trying them until I find one. I mean... Was it, was it Confluence that had uh, the Confluence Lion Bridge. Brute's Best. Collaboration. Brute's Best is the... Uh, pretty good. The closest. This one was uh, pretty good. Um, it was a little bit sweeter than I would have expected. Oh. Still good. I think it's the fruit that was added in. I had not read the color text until just now. Um, ah. So the, the uh, freshly pressed strawberries... I had no clue we were in there. Maybe
0: that adds fructose, which can't be digested so it stays sweet or something like that.
1: It's entirely possible. Hmm. Um, I I didn't have enough time to research the beer before I sat down for the film. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, well, all right, we're starting. This film is in 1.19 to 1 aspect ratio. Oh, wow. It's square, Michael.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Does that, I mean, I'm sure after you watch for a little bit, you get used to it and you kind of forget about it.
1: but So I feel the reason why he did this is the movie is in black and white. It features Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. I've heard of this. Yes, okay, this is familiar now. I and uh, they are two lighthouse keepers stranded on this rock, and they go into basically Lovecraftian insanity. I'm not going to say more than that, but okay. it very much reminded me uh the way it was shot because of the black and white, and because of the close-ups, and because of some of the acting choices that will become uh, apparent. Hitchcock, kind of? Or? I was going to say universal horror. Oh, okay. I was trying to describe this to a coworker today, and the best way I can describe it is if The Shining was a universal horror movie. <laughs> okay. And I, the more I thought about it, the more I liked it because The Shining also features a man, you know, descending into insanity. Not quite Lovecraftian in that one. Uh, Yeah. It's probably my second favorite movie of the year. Um, hmm. Wow. It's, it's not for everyone. (laughs) Oh, okay. It's, it gets real weird real fast. And, uh... But yes, uh, Spark Brute IPA from Fire Trucker. Pretty nice. It's, it's good. I could... It It would definitely pass the reach test, and it would definitely pass the six-pack test.
0: Hmm. It Kind of reminds me of uh, the Defoe film. It was shot similarly, black and white, called It Was a Fine Luncheon, with also um, Val Kilmer, Brendan Fraser. I don't know if I've ever heard of this one. Very artistic. Basically, Willem Defoe describing the fine luncheon. Um... <laughs> Close-ups of, like, you know, empty plates, and yes. Huh. Interesting. I'll have to send you a link to that one. Please uh, do. All good films.
1: Good films. Mm -hmm. They are good films, Michael. That
0: should be a new segment.
1: Good films. Anyways, what you got for me, Michael? There's got to be something else you want to talk about. Yes,
0: there is something else. So, we're doing the uniques. We're still doing the uniques, right? Uh, We are. Which... Last week, we discovered the uniques are, or was it two? Whatever, whatever. We discovered the uniques are a little out of season, which is fine because they're their uniques. Mm-hmm. But And we will get to some more weather appropriate beers. But I think there's a certain time of year, this month especially, where a certain style comes into play. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to discuss that style a little more, at least so we can have some, some seasonal content on this show. Mm hmm. And that, I want to discuss the winter warmer. To me, it was always an ill-defined term, but it was more specific than I realized, the style. Um, Really? Yes. I I always thought it was just like any darker, higher ABV beer. But really, it's it's more specific. I I was looking on allaboutbeer.com, and it talks about winter warmers, how the style started off in Britain with like, Sam Smith's Samuel Smith's. Sorry, that's a different guy. Uh, their winter welcome is like a very classic winter warmer. And uh, you know, has since come over here. Jubilee, Deschutes Jubilee. Yeah, yeah. So I think I might um, look out for these for some future beer breaks or something, but I wanted to design a winter warm with you, whether it be for homebrew or just, you know, blue sky in it. Uh Um, And here is just a summary of what, at least in this article, they define winter warmers as. Winter warmers, from either side of the pond, usually feature an ABV of 5.5 to 8% ABV, bittersweet balance, chewy, nutty, dark malt, dried fruit notes, and often sugar adjuncts such as honey or brown sugar. Uh, they also mentioned Odell Isolation Ale and Boulevard Nutcracker Ale as some of the best examples in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So, Jeremy, what do you look for in a winter warmer in this in this hypothetical one that we're making? What would
1: you want in there? Well, so the hardest part about this is to define the last time I had one mm. because I haven't had one in a good long time. And the last time I did have one was in one of those winter... Okay, Yeah. Like Sam I, Adams I believe, or something, or? Or the Boulevard is the one. Yeah, can, yeah. Uh, old, old Fezziwig, I believe, is a winter warmer. But I'm looking at AmericanCraftBeer.com, and uh, historically, according to them, historically there are really two foundations brewers will start with that both fall under this variety, this variety being the winter warmer. Either the Spiced wassel or the Strong English Ale. Mm-hmm. As far as we can tell, the central difference between the two is choice of spicing, The wassail features classic old-school flavoring via nutmeg, allspice, cloves, and other cooking spices, whereas the strong ale focuses on a more modern agent, hops. Mmm, okay. So, I wonder...
0: Well, and then this article also has a separate category for holiday ale, where they're going Mm. more into the spiced-type things. Interesting. Um, So I I think there is some gray in these definitions, but... Very much so. I mean, and we don't have to stick to Winter Worm, we can also just say... If we wanted a nice, hearty, yule-time quaff, what would it be?
1: So so we're saying, you know, there's four inches of snow, we've got a three-day weekend. Yeah. Uh, the wind is blustering around, and it's just miserable, and we don't want to go outside.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, it's getting dark at
1: 4.30 p.m. Oh, yeah, at yeah. <laughs> 3. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so I think the first thing we need to do is have a nice solid uh, brown base to the beer. Yes. So somewhere between brown and a porter.
0: Right. Not like 200L or anything like that. But no, 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 no. You know, it's a, not, up there for sure. Not black, but yeah. yes, not black. I but agree getting with there. I was gonna just throw out some. I was gonna throw out some um, adjuncts, and would you want that in there or not? Okay, hit me. Um ginger. Sure. It sounds good.
1: Yeah. We uh do you remember when we made Montel Vontavious porter? <laughs> uh, <laughs> with with ginger it was a porter with ginger. Oh, Yeah, I forgot about that that it yeah. had ginger in it. I have that recipe, maybe we'll have to make that this Ooh. winter.
0: Are we going nutmeg too, or are we getting too spicy with that?
1: Uh no, I dig nutmeg and nutmeg? Uh, let's not forget the Beavis and Budhead video where they're just giggling the entire time, and at the very end they ask if they if Butthead has any more nutmeg. Because <laughs> <laughs> they got high on nutmeg? <laughs> yes. Well, no, they think they got high on oh, nutmeg. Yeah. So I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure I've seen that the level of nutmeg required to get one high is just like a couple pounds of nutmeg or something horrific like that. Like, almost to the point of nutmeg poisoning.
0: It's a lot, but it also will last for like seven days or
1: something like that it's oh, really? not a good thing to do <laughs> no just go buy drugs <laughs> if, if, you, if you really have to it's just like it's horrible anyways uh yes nutmeg the one that i would like to put in there is vanilla bean
0: oh i like that because, too.
1: because i think vanilla is an underrated winter adjunct additive whatever we're calling it yeah
0: Okay, now this I might be getting a little crazy here. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking a whiff of this, just to put mm-hmm. a little zing on
1: the back. And I wonder if I know what you're going to say. Go it ahead. doesn't
0: really fit with the classic style, but peppercorn, Jeremy. I thought you were going to say whiskey, but I
1: like where <laughs> your head's at. Yeah,
0: and I know we don't want to get too diverse here, but I think that's a nice, decent profile. Some smooth vanilla, get some more, um, I don't want to say harsher, but... Brasher spices with the nutmeg Mm -hmm. and the uh, ginger. And then just to remind you that you've been drinking this after you've swallowed the beer, a little pop of peppercorn at the end. Mm -hmm. Now, hops, I don't know. I feel like I don't know enough about that. Maybe an Old English?
1: I was thinking you'd probably have to go somewhere in the the low bitterness. Okay, like a
0: Fuggles or something like that? Something like that.
1: Yeah. What
0: is that? Kent
1: something? Oh, uh, yeah. Styrian Gold, Kentish Goldings? or yeah, Sterian so, Goldings? Yeah. You know, and just enough to have flavor. Michael, what do we call this beer? Hmm. Because, I say that because our good friends at Lionbridge Brewing just released their winter warmer. Mm-hmm. And it's called Comfy Pants. <laughs> that i like that i do too and the uh the can design is like a tartan plaid it looks like you know a flannel is the word i'm looking for how about this yeah uh miser clutch or clutching
0: miser i don't get it <laughs> well i'm thinking of like a miser kind of like mr burns uh, oh clutching a brandy snifter well, I was uh,
1: thinking you were going for, like, Heat Miser or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Which is also a good idea. Yeah, that's not... true.
0: Yeah, yeah the Heat Miser. Um, Over a easy chair. Also good. Yeah. Loss right, of you... traction. <laughs> <laughs> like a car spinning out. <laughs> yes. Just have a big wheel with, like, a bunch of crap shooting out the
1: back. Skid marks. Yeah. <laughs> On the uh, label. Yeah. The label is an overhead shot of the intersection outside of my home (laughs) where people lose traction going around the corner. So, like, there needs to be, you know, like, a nice layer of snow down and only, like, one or two cars have driven down there so you see the tire tracks (laughs) and to how they have lost said traction. I like that. Lost traction.
0: Yeah. (laughs) They come up with double meaning after you finish it. Yes. Uh... (laughs) Yes. Which brings us to the ABV. How strong would we want this?
1: I would say seven two.
0: Seven two. Don't too nuts with it, but at least enough to
1: know. Yeah, it's this to isn't keep you warm. It, this isn't an imperial by any stretch of yeah, the okay. imagination. That's for a different episode when we need to fill time. But uh, <laughs> but this one I think should just you know cl- needs to be nice and hefty. But but if you like have one, you'd be fine. Mm-hmm. And if you're sitting at home, you can just like grumble about the lack of the sun like I do and read some insane Margaret Atwood book
0: <laughs> excellent yeah I, I
1: like that good i like glad this. I can be of help Michael maybe I'll have to try and uh, see if I can whip this recipe together yeah that, that would be interesting dumber things have happened
0: <laughs> that's true I don't know if this was an actual thing you're doing but recently you texted me about oh, yeah. life of Drinkenstein or is that a secret
1: the Bride of Drinkenstein. Bride of Drunkenstein. Uh, no, yeah. uh, it is not a secret. So, um, wacky neighbor Steve has been lamenting our lack of brewing for quite mm-hmm. some time, and I believe it's been over a year. Hmm. Well, well over a year since it's probably the last the
0: basketball tournament before this
1: one, right? I think it was because his wife was still pregnant with their second child, because we made the beer in honor. Of that one. Oh, yes. So I am hoping to figure this one out and find some time over the winter to brew with that man because I've got a lot of bottles in my uh, storage unit that I need to get rid of. And it's fun. Yes.
0: And so the Bride of Drinkenstein, well, I don't know what it's going to be officially, but Uh my, my hypothesis was Drinkenstein's monster was a Cascadian Belgian... IPA, right?
1: I believe it was because uh Mike wanted to merge the chocolatiness of a stout. Yes. The yeast of a Belgian and the hops of an IPA. an IPA. Yes. So I said
0: maybe the bride would be an East Coast Belgian IPA, kind of merging those two styles, you know. Still a through line of the IPA and the Belgian, but mm-hmm. kind of a different shade. Less bitter. That. Less bitter, yeah.
1: Significantly less bitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Need to work in a way to figure out we sh- we can make the beer say we should be dead. We should be what? We should be dead. You didn't, you didn't see Bride of Frankenstein, Michael? Oh God, no, I. Oh, okay, never I've mind. I've seen uh the Mel Brooks. Oh, Young Frankenstein. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That'll be for the second runnings of Imperial Drunkenstein. Okay. Be young Frankenstein.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, okay. Got
1: it. Or Young drinkenstein. <laughs> young okay. Drunkenstein. I don't <laughs> want to violate any uh, copyrights over here. Um. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, so it'll be interesting if that happens. I'd be very curious, and now, Michael, yes,
1: I believe it's time for the f d r
0: oh absolutely,
1: and uh staying in line with all this talk about winter warmers, boy, do we have a surprise for you? You're never gonna guess what we have in line, uh, Michael, with the uniques, how about you uh how about you hit me?
0: Yes, it's one of the uniques uh beer's gifted by Crazens of the show via Jeremy's Bachelor Party. Thanks, Crazins. Which was back in September. So these are.
1: Was it, was it? August? I don't know. No,
0: August, right? Yeah, August. Probably. August. So they're a little. They're maybe not of the season, but we talked enough about the season. So this is from Distill Still Brewery. Hawaii okay. Five Ale. Dun, 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 product of
1: Illinois. Dun 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 dun, dun.
0: And this is a blonde ale. Thank you, Jeremy. I Welcome. was going to do that, and I forgot to. Mm-hmm. Uh, a blonde ale with pineapple, coconut, mango, peach, and guava. Fruity, juicy, tropical. 4.6 ABV, 13 IBU, 12 fluid ounces. Do you want to do the flavor text on the side there, Jeremy? Uh, I don't or the website? The... Or... I've got the website, yes. Okay.
1: Our fruity and juicy blonde ale will quickly transport your palate with a taste of paradise. Tropical flavors of pineapple, coconut, mango, peach, and guava are balanced by smooth maltiness. One sip and you'll be singing the song of the islands, aloha. So I'm I'm glad that this is not a goza or a sour, because whenever I see the distill label, I immediately think sours because I feel like that's what they're known for.
0: Really? I guess I guess I don't. We've had them on the show once before, right? I am. What? It seems so familiar, but I don't know why. The
1: the ones that I see the most often are their wild, sour series. Okay. With such titles as here Goza, Nothing, Flanders Red, uh, Pina Colada Goza, Ew. Oh, Ew. Blueberry Goza, Cranberry Creek, and so on and so forth. They apparently have a barrel aged series called All Svidanya. And it's got a Russian nesting doll on the label. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not had any of these core beers. Apparently, Five ale is in fact a uh, core beer, which seems weird.
0: It says availability is seasonal release, though. Oh. It's core. Let's guess core seasonal, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. There's a lot of Russian stuff on this website, Michael. Are we gonna get like? <laughs> oh wait, we had we have had something from them.
1: Which one did we have?
0: We've had the Weisenheimer Hefeweizen. Was I
1: on the show during that one?
0: I think you were. I believe it had like a jester on the label. Um, Yeah, I think they changed their um, label design since then. But yeah, that was episode 108. That was going way back. Woo. Um, And this is brewed in normal Illinois. Last thing before we crack this open. Ingredients. Two-row malt, carapils, pineapple, coconut, mango, peach, and guava puree, which falls in line with what the can says.
1: I thought you were going to say beer.
0: <laughs> they have their little slogan here: support flavor, boycott bland. Oh, okay. It almost looks like it says support boycott flavor bland. <laughs> don't don't drink this, but. If <laughs> good, yeah. Um, yeah, let's open it. Sounds good.
1: Uh, what kind of glass are you using for this, Michael?
0: I just opted for a pint glass.
1: You've been uh, not breaking out the fancy glasses. No, yeah, I've been
0: kind of quick. According to their sell sheet, it is best served in a snifter, tulip, or pint. So I got, cool. I got, I, at least I'm on the board. Well, I have a snifter, so... You're on the board, too. Now, this is the one, I had. I did have a sip of this, I barely remember what it tastes like, because I think mm-hmm. raisins of the show, before getting upon the party bus slugged one of these down. Oh really? <laughs> yeah.
1: This is uh this is an interesting smelling beer, Michael.
0: Oh yeah, it smells like lotion or not
1: like scented lotion. <laughs> it's it's it it smells like a pina colada. Oh yeah, that's y- it. You're get it. You're getting the coconut, I would imagine.
0: Yep. Like cocoa butter or something.
1: Uh-huh. Yep. That's it. Uh the color is uh a hazy blonde blonde. Yep. Yep. <laughs> It's almost like we read the style descriptors <laughs> earlier.
0: Oh yeah, and then it's uh, got a nice effervescence going on. Hmm.
1: Um, Jeremy, did you go in? Any initial thoughts? Interesting. So, okay, I think what's mileage on this is going to reflect or be a reflection of how well you take to coconut in your tropical drinks. Yeah. Because does, this is a mm. this is a tropical drink. And maybe we're having this at the wrong time, because it's friggin' cold out right now. <laughs> it's not cool. Uh, well, in- okay, it's not awesome. It is technically lame outside, and it's only going to get worse. I, um, it's more bitter than I thought it would be. That's really? Don't you think?
0: It's a little, hmm. I'm just I'm just getting sweetness out of this. Really? I do get the
1: coconut, especially at the end. Kind of leaves a little sheen on the tongue. I'm getting a little bit of the uh, fruit, I think, but I could just be, you know, yeah. convincing myself that it's there. The fruit just doesn't... maybe it's not bitter, but the
0: fruit just doesn't pop as much as I thought it would.
1: It's it's not, no. Uh, it's pretty subtle, so, which is fine. I had expected more of a citrus pop to this. There's not really any citrus that's coming out in the front. Yeah. And I feel like... it's like, yes, you're doing a Blondale. And you're loading it down with all these adjuncts, namely the coconut, which is really strong in this. Mm -hmm. But I feel like you could have used sort of uh, a hazy IPA technique, almost, and Mm -hmm. put a little bit of hop fruitiness in here. But then I don't know if it would have been what they were going for. Right. Yeah, it's not as
0: bright. No, it's not. As I thought it would be. Like with all those flavors they're talking about, I thought it would be really... Robust. So it's a little I was I'm a little confused, I guess, with that.
1: And what did we say the A B V was on this? Six point something? Six point four. Okay. So I think the cell sheet is causing some issues here, Michael. I think if we had uh kept this in a koozie the whole time and just said Hawaii five ale mm-hmm. and only said that and not oh yeah like, and not that it's going to have like and it's got guava and mango (laughs) yeah and 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 and, yeah if we just said like hawaii five ale you're like yeah that's hawaii five ale all right right because i think when you just kind of partition that part of your brain off and you just go in for what it is and what its name which while it shouldn't have an effect on it it does because it's part of the presentation Absolutely. It's sort of like when you have one of those blonde beers that tastes like coffee. It's weird and it throws you off because blo- your brain says it shouldn't taste like this based on what you are seeing. Totally. I think it's being it's it's not mislabeled. I think it's being sold poorly based on its Yeah. Because because based on like the red can and all those descriptions, I expected like it's oversold almost. Hawaiian punch. Yeah, is what right, I was yeah. ang- what yeah. I was thinking. But it's not bad. I do like it. I mean, yeah, it isn't bad. What is that upfront flavor though? It's not
0: it's, I don't know. It's not like a I think it's guava. I think so. It doesn't taste like like a classic beer. There is still like an element of beerosity here, but
1: a little bit. I lose, I don't know. I'm... I I I think any and all uh, beerosity kind of gets you know, lost in the wash of that uh the coconut at the end. Like, I really can't get past that. Mm-hmm. So, I think the closest thing I had to this was, several months ago, I had that uh, Kelowna Pineapple Belgian, mm-hmm. and that had just a touch of coconut, I think, but this beer could really use a little bit of brightness in it. Mm. I think I've successfully cordoned off the uh, the cell sheet in my mind. I think my little rambling tirade about, you know, misgivings on the uh, the cell sheet it has worked its way into my brain, and I'm just like, okay, well, yeah, blah, 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 all right, onward. Right, you're moving past it. <laughs> it's It sort of has that, and I'm not getting this flavor, but it has a banana-y feel to it. Feel, hmm. If that makes any
0: sense. I just can't get my, like, hooks into, like, I know the base is a blonde, but I just don't there's nothing I can like. N- there's no familiarity that I can latch
1: onto here.
0: Well, I feel isn't, like
1: uh, isn't a blonde just sort of like kind of a, a blank a slate y- almost? Or... A yellow beer, but yeah. an ale as opposed to a like a, a lager or a pilsner.
0: Yeah, but I feel like I don't know. The flavors I associate with a blonde are definitely not any of these. Usually, it's just chocolate blonde or. Something a little more straightforward than this, uh uh-huh. it doesn't even need to have it adjunct; junk, just to have a, a bright flavor with a blonde ale and this
1: I just asked Crazens of the show what his thoughts were on this uh particular beer, oh yeah, because he is not necessarily a fan of the uh hop bombs or the super dark beers like you and I right he's he I'm not going to say he's like a boring mainstream drinker, but he is closer to that than you and I, I would say right. I think so.
0: he's also more into other uh, alcohol formats than just beer, more so than us. As, as I recall, uh-huh. Crazin's he liked like the first half of this, uh-huh. and then the second half he's like, "Oh, this is kind of getting like blah or boring or something." Wearing in a little thin, <laughs> and I did he ice the remainder of this. I want to say he did because we had to go in Steve's car and you know go to the party bus and. He was still kind of sipping on this, and he's like, "Oh, I better finish this." And I, I think
1: somehow we, uh, prodded him to ice it. <laughs> so, do you mean ice as in a? Ver- so, which version of the verb ice do you mean? I mean, do get mean down on in- one knee and. Okay, so chug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Not mm-hmm. put it on ice and yeah, then not- I yes. took it with you, yes, which would still a- technically be an open container violation, Michael. And I am telling. Well, if we put it in the trunk, we'd be okay. Would you? I think so. Oh, yeah, that's how uh, counsel of the show gets his uh, tailgate liquor to and from. Because those are all technically open containers. Right, uh, yeah, yeah. Um... Oh, wow, I just realized that. I thought he just kept it in there so all the undergrads didn't steal his liquor. <laughs> Which is also a, a side effect of it, but, you know. He would know the law. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> There's a lot of lawyers out there, Michael, that don't seem to know the law. And they seem to all be in the current administration. <sighs> Zing, zing. So as this warms up, I am getting more of the uh, the fruity aspects. S- some more uh,
0: volatiles coming off there.
1: Mostly the mango, which is actually Ooh. quite nice. yeah, I can kind of see that. Do we think Crazens of the Show uh, only likes the bland coconut flavor in this? <laughs> I would have to. <laughs> that'd be that'd be speculating. Um, Could we just like. Shred him and, go, and ro- him. <laughs> go into full-on roast mode in this, knowing he'll never listen to him. <laughs> um, should we just get into the rating? We could do that, or we could rate it. Sure. I mean, we can do both. <laughs> we can do both.
0: This is an odd duck. Uh, yeah, It's it seems like it doesn't... Like, all the stuff on the can that they try to sell it on, it doesn't do those very well. And I think in an attempt to do those, the beer itself... Like the beerosity, the, mm-hmm. that's not anything I'm really digging that much either. It's not... None of these flavors are negative. Like they don't take away from the beer, but they're not adding anything. Mm-hmm. I, and it, you know, I'm... I guess I'm enjoying it, but it's kind of like a passive enjoyment. <laughs> versus like an active enjoyment. I really... I don't think I'd reach for this again. It's, Would an
1: active enjoyment be just you'd be shouting at the top of your... Yeah!
0: <sighs> I enjoy this, uh-huh,
1: <laughs> enough, so that your wife comes down and tells you to stop waking up the children, <laughs> yeah right, right, oh sorry, um <laughs> <laughs> that was a good read michael
0: uh, I'm going between two ratings, the first number's a two for sure though really yeah i'm- just, I'm just not that big on this I wouldn't reach again i i would I'm sure this brewery's fine, but this one's just kind of it's in the uh what's that place called it's in the Normal? uh. The Astral Plane. The Upside Down? Yeah, The Upside Down. Uh, I'm going to give it... I'll just give it 2.5. I don't want to think about it anymore. I was going to go maybe 2.75, but the to parse hairs with this one is not even worth it. So 2.5. That's... It's a little harsh, but it, I just don't care for this that much. Rate
1: right with your uh, heart, Michael. Yeah. Rate right with my harsh. So, I'm having a real hard time with this beer. Because the more I have it, the more it grows on me. Hmm. Because everything you said is true. But it's kind of working for me. Okay. Like, the more it warms up, my hands are, like, super warm. I did a lot of cooking this evening. So maybe I'm just, like, burning off excess heat from all of the uh, apples I chopped. Uh-huh. But uh, as I have this and it warms up, I'm liking it more and more. I am not a fan of coconut in tropical things. Long time or eagle-eared... Is that a word? The listeners of the show will remember my shock and awe when I had a Jesus on a coconut. And, oh, that's right. And how much I was just like, wow, I hate coconut, but this rocks. Yeah. Maybe I'm getting older, Michael. I I mean, I'm getting older. But, <laughs> I mean, older in like the, uh, wow, what's happening to me sense. Yeah. I do wish that this had a bright element to it. I think yes, if they would have just too. chucked a couple pineapples into the ton, this would have been a lot better. That said, I'm going to go in for a sip of Judgment. Yeah. The mango is, is starting to come through. I I do think it's guava that we're getting at the front of it. Mm-hmm. That said, I've never had a guava. I think we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, I've only had guava flavored things, mostly probably candy from when I was like 10. (laughs) Right. But everything you have said is true. There is the beerosity is kind of lost in the mix. As we've said, I, when it's ice cold, the coconut kind of overwhelms everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can't help, but like this one a little bit. I I kind of admire it more than I like it. If that makes any sense.
0: And I can see that too. I'm, I appreciate what they're doing here, but it, the end result just isn't for me. But your rating, sir.
1: Well, see, that's the thing is, I don't appreciate it.
0: <laughs> I don't appreciate it, but I appreciate what they're doing.
1: Well, no, I okay, okay, I revision. Revision. Okay. I like the beer, but I don't appreciate what they're doing because I dis, oh. i so strongly dislike coconut. Okay. Okay. And tropical drinks, like. Mal- like, I will have a big old glass of Malort before I ever have wow any sort of Malibu rum ever again in my life. So I, mixing
0: goose and Malibu, I call it Malibu. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I just listened to that album. It's almost ten years old. Um, the new one's bad. It's real bad. Oh yeah, that one. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, I'm gonna give this a three. Okay, yeah, that's cromulent. It's got potential, but it's this is, this is a real confusing beer. I don't know if I would reach again. If right, I I would potentially in another year if this is truly a seasonal. If they like rejigger it every year, sort of like back pocket did for some godforsaken reason with uh ray gun. Ray gun, yeah. Um, I would try it again if they were like if it had a new and improved sticker on it. I would gladly reach right. for it. But as it is now, it would have to be, like, one of those, like, oh, yeah, I have some of this. I would say they have
0: pineapple, mango, peach, guava, coconut. I'd say, like, do two of those or something like that. Make them a little stronger. Put a little more... zhuzh Zhuge, a little more hop in there, maybe, to give it a little more spine. And then, you know, if you need to do that with the malt, too, just Mm -hmm. to, like, tighten it up a little bit overall. Um, So, yeah, that's, yeah. Is that, that's another one down the gullet.
1: It is indeed. How about you okay. hit us with those social media plugs?
0: Yes, you can get in touch in a variety of ways on Twitter at apmpod, Facebook.com/apmpod, emails directly apmpod@gmail.com. You can also check us out on Untapped, where host Emeritus Mike keeps up with all of our ratings there. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app, and tell a friend about the show. But uh, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, why not? So for Jeremy, I've been Michael. For Michael, I have been Jeremy. And this has been American Pale Males. Cheers. Cheers.